Welcome to Becoming a Good Therapist, a podcast all about helping you build your confidence as a mental health professional, creating better outcomes for your clients, and really loving the important and life-changing work that you do. I'm Courtney Schroeder. I'm a limited licensed social worker, and I'm here to learn and grow right along with you as I share the lessons, tools, conversations, and steps that I'm taking that are helping me become a good therapist. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you're doing well. I just wanted to take a moment and thank all of you. Um, I noticed a few days ago that I have 10 five-star reviews for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and I know that that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot to me, and I appreciate you taking the time to review the podcast, rate it, share it with your friends and your family. It has really meant a lot and I noticed it. So I just wanted to share that and say thank you. For today's podcast episode, I wanted to talk about what to do after you have a difficult session. I recently had a really difficult one and it's had a big impact on me. And afterwards, I felt really anxious and just really disconnected from my body. And I was worried the rest of the day and then worried for days after ruminating a lot about the session. And it's really made me reflect on what was helpful and not helpful after that difficult session. So that was kind of the inspiration for today's topic. And so these are some of the things that have helped me that I want to share with you. So today we're just going to be talking all about what to do after a difficult session when we're really feeling a lot of big emotions and we're feeling dysregulated and we just want to figure out what do we do next. And there are a lot of reasons a session may be difficult and leave us feeling dysregulated. Maybe the client brought up a topic that they're struggling with and you've also personally struggled with or maybe have some tie to in your personal life and perhaps it brings up a lot for you, maybe unexpectedly. Maybe a client brings up something that was really traumatic for them and even though you don't have any personal ties to it, hearing about it brought up a lot of strong emotion for you too and maybe witnessing someone suffering to that degree um, was really upsetting as well. Maybe the client is relating to you in a way that you find upsetting. Maybe they're directing a lot of anger towards you. Maybe you feel that they're criticizing you and you find it startling, perhaps unfamiliar, and you don't know how to respond to it. And really any situation in therapy that feels new or unfamiliar to us, which is common, especially when we're starting out, that's part of the learning process. Any of those experiences can be dysregulating. And so those are just a few examples of what might make a session difficult. So when something like this happens, let's start off with some things you can do right after the session. So when this happened for me recently, one of the first things that I did was just kind of acknowledge it and say, okay, that was a really hard session. And then I kind of gave myself a little mental pat on the back. And I said, you know what, I just 
got through this. It was really hard and I did it and I'm here and it's done now. And so difficult sessions do happen. And with each one we get through and we can learn from, we get that much more experienced at what we do. So I recommend just taking a moment, acknowledging what happened and acknowledging that it's done and you got through it. Then you may want to practice some nervous system regulation techniques. And if you've listened to episode five of the podcast, which is all about nervous system regulation tools and strategies, some of this may sound familiar. And if you want more of this, you can check out that episode. But some things that you might be able to do, even if you're in a work setting and you only have a few minutes, one thing is focusing on water and temperature. So if you have access to an ice pack, you can hold it kind of on your forehead and over your cheeks to activate that mammalian dive reflex. It kind of tells the brain we're diving into cold water and we need to slow the system down. So that can be really effective. You can also drink some really ice cold water or wash your hands in the sink too. Anything really to do with water can be very regulating. You may also take a minute or two just to move around. So stepping outside, moving your body, and paying attention to how your body is feeling and if there are any movements that your body really wants to do. And if you were in some degree of fight or flight during that session, your muscles are going to be ready to work and want to work. So maybe doing some push-ups or doing some wall push-ups or just putting your arms out on the wall and just pushing away and feeling the weight of your body um, can kind of help those muscles really feel like they're doing something. So really, it's going to be just up to what you need in the moment and what feels best for you. So like I said, just kind of pay attention to what you feel like you're needing. Maybe you need a quick walk for a couple of minutes. All of that can be really beneficial. And then of course, breathing exercises are great too. So I've talked about this one before in my previous episode about nervous system regulation tools and strategies. But if you inhale fully through your nose and kind of into your belly, and then when your lungs are full, inhale again and let it out with a sigh. Doing this for two to five minutes just over and over can also have a very regulating impact on the nervous system. So those are just a few regulation techniques that you may want to use if you're feeling really scattered or dysregulated after a session. But like I said, check out that episode if you haven't already and see if maybe there's something else um, that might resonate more with you. Then I would definitely recommend talking to somebody. So if you have a supervisor and they're available, talking to them about what just happened can really help. And if they're not available yet, you might also work in an environment with other therapists too, and that can be really helpful as well. Really just getting support from people, especially other therapists who have probably had similar experiences and can relate to your experience can be really validating. You might have friends who are therapists too, maybe from school that you want to talk to. And of course, keeping identifying information confidential, but having the sense of being socially connected and understood can be very regulating to the nervous system. Another thing you might think about doing is journaling. And journaling can be so helpful for calming down and regulating the nervous system and sorting out what's going on for us when we're having a big reaction to something. 
maybe if you only have a few moments and no one is available to kind of debrief, jotting some thoughts down about what just happened can be really helpful. And it can also be a helpful practice as you continue to think about and unpack the experience. It doesn't just have to be in those few moments. But I find that writing things out and just getting it out of your head and onto paper can really be helpful for kind of decluttering your mind and helping your nervous system calm down. So those are just a few things you can do right after you get out of a difficult session. So now let's think about what you could do maybe in the hours afterwards or in the days afterwards. And difficult sessions offer us opportunities to reflect and learn. And we can use that information to better understand ourselves and our work, especially if there's a pattern happening that we're noticing. I think really a unique part of our job as therapists is the importance of and usefulness of self-reflection. And the more we get to know ourselves and ultimately heal ourselves, the more we can show up and help others do the same. So it can be very valuable to spend some time reflecting on the question, what was it that really made that session so difficult for me or so upsetting for me? Maybe you're realizing that you have some unhealed grief or trauma that needs some attention and you didn't really realize how much it needed that attention until you had a strong reaction to something a client shared with you. Maybe you're struggling with some imposter syndrome and feeling like you're not good enough at your job and some of these thoughts are really getting to you and really bothering you. Maybe overall you're kind of feeling burnt out and types of sessions that didn't used to feel difficult are becoming more challenging because you don't feel like you have as much of a capacity to hold space due to maybe things going on in your personal life or the overall stress of your work, for example. And as you reflect on it and learn more from what happened, you might consider whether or not there's anything that you would like to see change and think about how you can go about creating that change. So maybe if you're not in therapy already, you might consider going if you're realizing that you have some things you want to work on. Maybe you decide you want more education or training about working with a particular issue. Or maybe you decide that if someone comes to you with a certain issue, you would rather refer out for that. And maybe you need to work on creating a list of other therapists in the area that you would refer clients to in that case. Maybe you feel like you need more of a community around you and you feel isolated in your work. So you start doing some research on groups for therapists in the area that you can network with other people and get more connected and just feel like you have more people around you who really understand the work that you do and the struggles that come with the work that you do. And of course, there are many other possibilities too. And as you talk this out maybe with your supervisor or continue to journal on it or however you want to reflect on it, you'll figure out what's going on for you and how you want to address that. So like I said, there are many things that can make a session difficult and they are part of the job. And when they happen, you can acknowledge that it was hard and recognize that you got through it. And if needed, you can practice some regulation techniques reach out to a supervisor or colleague if they're available, and take some time to get curious about why it was difficult 
especially if it's a pattern that you're noticing. And think about what kind of changes you'd like to make as you learn more about yourself and your needs and what works for you in your practice. So I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating and a review and consider sharing this episode with a friend. And if you have topics you'd like to learn more about on the podcast, please feel free to go to my website and send me a message there, or you can find my email linked in the show notes. Thanks again, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.